Hi, and welcome to EcoGal, the Curious Consumer. I'm Ashley. Today in the EcoGal studio with me is Ellery Richardson, an environmental attorney and one of the co-founders of the Nashville Food Co-op. Welcome, Ellery. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. So before we dive into talking about food and co-ops, I would love to know what are your core values? I would say that my core values are fairness and justice, which really put me on the path to be an environmental attorney because I knew I wanted to do something to help the environment. And so an attorney was just sort of the natural way that I found my life going. And I think that ties into the co-op and you know just anyone being a conscious consumer of what impact do your choices have on the world, mm. your community around you, the environment. Oh, that's very nice. Would you define what a food co-op is for those that might not know? So a food cooperative is a grocery store that is owned by the community. So the people who shop there are the shareholders, essentially. So it's a community-run store for the community by the community. Ah, so it gives some autonomy to people that want that for their food. Exactly. So members of the food co-op choose what to sell what to source, what standards, whether or not to support local producers, which pretty every single food co-op, one of their main tenants is to support local. But I mean, that's just one example. There's a lot of other things in it, fair, fair wages, living wages, standards for your produce, things like that. Mm, Nashville seems like a really obvious choice then because we have good agriculture here. Yes. It's really amazing that a food co-op doesn't already exist. Yeah, it, it, that is true. Well, I grew up in Seattle and Idaho, and we had a food co-op in Seattle, and there's a great food co-op also in Boise, Idaho, surprisingly enough. And I really love when I'm there visiting my mom and my brother to shop. I believe it. I love going to the local food co-op when I travel just because it is a unique look into that community. Yeah, exactly. You do get to get a sense of who the people are, what's important to them. And I'm just happier with my choices because food really matters to me. And I'm very particular about what it is that I buy and put into my body. And, um, and so I, and I just, it's an, it's a delightful environment. I also, when I lived in Venice, California, I belonged to a co-op there and that was a really kind of fun, funky co-op. Yes, no two co-ops are the same, and I've been to many of them. <laughs> mm, that is true. That is so true. They really reflect the community and the community's values. So here you're a busy envir environmental attorney. How did you decide to go forth and to help bring this to Nashville? And, and maybe kind of talk a little bit about what that process is, because I know that you're still in the midst of that. Yes. So I am from Nashville. I'd never heard of a food co-op until I was in law school. And I went to law school in Vermont, in Vermont Law School, and there is a small co-op in that town. And I just started going there out of convenience. And slowly over the years, I started recognizing that this is more than just a small town grocery store. This is a co-op. And what does that mean? And oh, all these local suppliers and I can buy local tomatoes from that farm down the road I drive past. And I really got a sense of how that market supported the local economy in a way that 
the chain grocery store 15 minutes down the road and the big city didn't. And so when I came back to Nashville, um, actually my husband now, um, he followed me. I met him in Vermont and it was really his idea because of course I wanted a co-op, but he moved here and he's like, all right, well, where's the co-op? Wait, what do you mean there isn't one? And he just got a group of us together and said, this is, <laughs> let's just do it. I mean, why can't it succeed in Nashville? And here we are. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because people here in Nashville really do care about food. They really do. You can see that um, just looking at how the city has grown over the years. It's something that the city is really passionate about. And to get back to the second part of your question about the process. So it is a multi-year process. And so we have gotten some help from the Food Cooperative Initiative, which is a co-op of consultants. They are funded through the USDA, and their mission is to help communities start food cooperatives across the country. Nice. Nice to have help. Yes. Yes. They have seen what works, they've seen what doesn't, and they're with us every step of the way. Oh, that's very nice. So, um, and it's a member organization, and... Co-ops are built on principles, right? Yes. So the first one is voluntary and open membership. So co-ops are open to everyone who wants to join, open for all, welcome to all. So mm. equality is a major tenet. Uh, another one is democratic member control. So each member of the co-op has one person, one vote. No one can have a majority interest and make the decisions over everyone else. And then another one, which I think is the most important one, is concern for community, which is really why we're here in the first place. We want a community-run grocery store that supports local growers and local producers and makers. Nice. And I'll try and remember a couple others. <laughs> Isn't there like, a, is there autonomy and... Yes. So there is um, autonomy and independence. So some larger cities have a co-op that has, you know, multiple locations, but generally speaking, they're not really chains because they serve their community. They're not looking to have a bunch of different stores in a bunch of different cities. Their focus is their community, their city, which is very powerful because it makes that store, you know, very locally focused and you, you're not subject to the whims of the market or chains or shareholders where so many other corporations are. And I heard the word local economy, which I think is really important if people do want to, you know, really keep the money in the area, right? Yes. So economic participation and local economic participation is another core value of the co-op um, because all the profits go back to the members, which are local people. And mm -hmm. so it's just, it's really a unique form of economic change and an mm. engine for economic change where not only are you helping local farmers and producers and makers by buying their product, but the dividends and proceeds of the store go back to the local community members as well. Yeah, I think that's really important. And I heard something about like during the pandemic, whereas food, I mean, right, it's like our supply chains were breaking down. Yes. So I'm sure everyone remembers the run on meat and all the bread shelves being empty. And I think that's just a symptom of our centralized 
industrialized agriculture and processing. I mean, efficiency is great, and I'm all for that, but it becomes a problem when there's one point of failure. Hmm. And so what co-ops do is they really add to the resiliency by building up the local food system and supporting our local farmers. So you're not reliant on one meatpacking plant or one processing plant. And of course, those have to exist in the food system. Mm -hmm. But when it's decentralized, if there's a breakdown, you're better able to absorb that problem. And it really creates more resilient city and community. Yeah, it gives another choice. And it lets us have independence and autonomy, which I think is really important. And um, and I, I just, you know, I think any way that we can support each other in a local community way is really important. And um, and then also, like, what kind of activities could you or would you have or could you have, right, around the co-op? Yes. So as I keep saying, because it's really the answer to every question, <laughs> is that it's community-based. So it can be whatever the community wants. Hmm. So a lot of co-ops do, you know, breakfasts and coffees, and they have educational classes. A lot of them have a farmer's market in the parking lot. Some of them do, you know, $2 Friday night dinners just to bring the whole community together in an affordable, accessible way. So there's no way of limiting it. It's whatever the community needs and wants. Nice. And where are you in the process as, as far as the membership numbers and how many more do you need uh, to be able to actually go out and get a space, right? Because you don't have that yet. Yes. Yeah, so we're still in the startup phase. So we don't have a brick and mortar store yet. That is the goal. And so we, for a city the size of Nashville, we've worked with our consultants and done an initial market study And their advice to us is that, you know, you need X size store and to support X size store for a co-op, we would need about 1,200 owners by the time we open our doors. Mm. So the purpose of a co-op is the community support, of course, like I keep saying. And it's a different way to start a company or a business than what most people are used to. You don't just start it. And wait for the people to come. You build it from the grounds up, from the ground up in a grassroots way to build the community to ensure the success of the store. So that's what we're doing right now. We're in the process of building the membership we need to open our doors. Nice. So how many members are you at? So we are at about 287. I didn't check the numbers today, so it might be a couple off. Uh, But yeah, so we're still in the first stage. There are three stages. And so we're still in our initial organizing stage. Once we hit 300 members, we'll move on to the second stage. So we're very, very close to a pretty great milestone. Nice. So if somebody is really interested in participating in this because they want more control, right, over the, the choices that they make around their food, how would they find you? Yes. So we have a website. NashvilleFood.coop. That's how you can sign up for our email newsletters, join to be, be a member, or reach out to us with questions. And then we're also on social media, uh, Nash Food Co-op. Very nice. Well, thank you so much for coming in and sharing some of your knowledge around what a food co-op is and the fact that um, you are committed to bringing one to Nashville. 
I think that's, uh, well, it's really important for me. And I, I know that there's a lot of other people that are really uh, thankful that you guys decided to do this and that we all get to participate because it really is community. Yes, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, thank you. Thank you for listening. For links and resources related to everything discussed today, visit the show notes on the episode page at ecogal.tv. If you'd like to support the podcast, the most impactful way is to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Sharing the show or an episode that resonated with you with friends on social media is always appreciated. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter at EcoGalTV. And finally, for podcast updates, please subscribe to our newsletter at ecogal.tv forward slash subscribe. Graphic elements and logo courtesy of Linda Cornelius. Audio editing by Danielle Mikesell. Our theme music was created by Taylor Pye. We appreciate your support. Thank you for listening and see you back here soon. Until then, stay curious.